Welcome back to Views and Brews. This is Columbus Business First's weekly podcast. Now back to being weekly again. Also uh, new this week is that we're back to drinking beer uh, as opposed to the last couple episodes where we had a non-alcoholic beer and a seltzer. I am Dan Eaton. I am Mark Summerson. <laughs> Tristan Navarro. Carrie Ghosh. I am Doug Buchanan. All right. See, I'm so excited to have beer back on News I am and very excited that we're not drinking non-alcoholic or <laughs> non-beer items since it's brews. On that note, this week we have Beta Flash, a New England IPA from Powell's Anoctera Brewing. It's got the right color. Got some all over me. That is hazy. Boy, this smells great. There's a paper label. That's interesting. Nice, big, juicy, hoppy aroma. Mm-hmm. Any idea why it's called Beta Flash? I do not. Alpha Flash Apparently it has something to do with the moth, or is that what Noctera is? Mm. No, just that, is their, that is their logo, the moth. It's pretty. Is, what does Noctera mean? If I recall the, the owner's origins, they liked the outdoors, and when they started making beer, they had to make it at night because they, are, they used to have day jobs. Uh, and oh, they still I have day, day jobs, frankly. But uh, um, uh, so day jobs in Terra Firm, yes. basically. Yes, oh, okay. exactly. And it does, the, the logo does have the moon and the stars in it. Along with a vaguely hoppy and Silence of the oh, Lambish uh, moth on there. What I really like, and I've never it's seen a great this big before, IPA. but maybe I just don't drink enough, but um, that they list what types of grains, what the variety oh, yeah. of hop. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what British fee is that the yeast? Yeah, that would be the, the yeast. I didn't know oh, the yeast wheat. had names. I thought I tasted Mosaic, wheat. Citra, and mm-hmm. El Dorado. That's new. You see a lot more breweries are, are will tell you what hops are in beers, but but you don't normally see um, this level of detail. I would say I'm not used to seeing it. I I'm find not. that much more informative than the you know, this makes you feel the ocean breezes in your hair. You know, kind of things <laughs> mm-hmm. that you get on. I do feel the ocean breezes in my hair. <laughs> I like how the uh, antennae on the moth are um, oats. Yeah, <laughs> grain. It's some sort of grain, mm-hmm. sure. Has Doug noted his back is a hop? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I thought it was just furry. Or her. It's probably her. It's a she, sure. <laughs> I don't know about the wheat in it. Tell me about that, Dan. What do you mean? Most, it has most IPAs don't have wheat. Really? Are we being purists? Or, or maybe they have a little bit of wheat in it and they just don't tell you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we'll probably hear from someone that can explain to us what's going on. Do we need the word? Which one? Ryan Heights (laughs) Gibbot. No, we don't. But (laughs) this is not this is not a a Ryan Heights Gibbot approved beer. No, but it's interesting. I think the, that the wheat actually may be part of the because the oats are there. That's what gives New England IPAs the the cloudy. That's part of what. Yeah, I don't know. Say I think what again? And said the oats are part of what. Oh, there's really? oats in it. Yeah. So oh. that's part of what makes um, cloudy beers cloudy. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. What are what are carapils? A grain of some sort. Hmm. Do they make any beers out of spelt? Yeah. Yeah. Faro. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've ever had a faro beer, but there you you can find stuff with spelt every now and then. Quinoa. Probably. Very yeah. Amaranth? Probably. I mean, if, go, if, if it's a green. I'm Bob's Red I'm, Mill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quinoa. That would be an interesting Quinoa beer. Very nutty. <laughs> Carapils 
by the way, are oats. Uh, mm. It's kind of malt, actually. They do tend to have body mouthfeel mm. and uh, head retention. Just kind of remembering that off the top of my head right there. Good, you retain <laughs> good pool. that. Very yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm glad someone listens in, in beer class. Yeah. So tell us a little <laughs> more about Noctera. They opened up a year ago. This uh, past weekend, they had their first year anniversary celebration. They're up in a in an interesting building. They have a pretty cool space. It's an old train depot. It's right Ooh, along the train yeah. tracks, yeah. right up there in ye old downtown Powell. Yeah, 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 it's cool. Yeah, yeah. They have a nice uh, kind of fenced-in outdoor space, pretty family-friendly. You know, if you're there in the summer, uh, you'll see kids uh, running around, or at least they were last summer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, outdoor music. And the train still know. goes right by. Yeah, yep. train still goes by. Train still goes by. Yep. Yeah, it's got a very, the inside's kind of a very lodgy type feel, woods and. I think that whatnot. used to be an antique center. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it was a train, like it, the, the history of a train depot oh, was a while ago. That oh. wasn't. <clears throat> okay. That wasn't recent. Um, but yeah, I think it was a antique store. And I think most recently it was a, I think it was a warehouse for someone. It just mm-hmm. put extra, extra stuff in there, if I'm recalling my history correct. And uh, how much beer do they make, or different kinds of beer mm. do they make? They have a pretty. They have a pretty broad menu. They only have their own beer up there. Uh, they don't have any guest taps. They don't uh, have liquor or wine. Uh, so they have a pretty extensive selection of their own beers. They do a lot of IPAs. I would say that's one of the things they're known for. <laughs> they have uh, uh, some uh, fruited a line of uh, fruited gozas called their Swell line that uses uh, di- different fruits. Carry so, goza. <laughs> not quite. Not not pronounced the same. I don't. It's very know. similar. Ghost so. with an E. But you know, you can go up there and they have you know you know a couple ales and some dark beers as well. So it's a type of place that uh, I would be surprised that uh, uh, you know if you went there, I'd be surprised if you couldn't find something that you wouldn't enjoy to drink if, mm-hmm. if you like beer. It mm. seems to be a prerequisite mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. a <laughs> brewery. But Shushing Sticks looks really good. Oh, which one's that? That is a spiced winter sour. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Iced porter is, sour sounds pretty. They have a porter that's very very good. Do they have a big canning? And like most of these mm-hmm. places don't can everything they make. So is it a big operation? No, it's a, it's a. I mean, they have their own canning operation, but uh, but it, you know it's fairly modest. They opened with plans to can, which there aren't a lot of breweries that do that, especially now. Uh, nowadays, just because the the fight out there in the retail world is pretty, you know, aggressive. So, well, you know, it was kind of interesting that they decided to open um, with plans to go to retail with cans, but they seem to be doing all right. I think it makes sense to can too, because yeah. they think there's more space on a shelf for cans than there are for bottles. Mm-hmm. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just seeing. Well, as we talked about recently, with like Wolf's Ridge. I mean, they've gone from bottles to cans. You know, I. I don't can't imagine too many people are starting a business and going into bottles these days. That'd be kind of weird. Uh, Fatheads is going into cans. I saw that. Um, Columbus Brewing, I believe, at some point is going to move into cans or at least add I'm, cans. I'm completely anti-bottle these days. Why? <laughs> Just a pain. Why right? is it a pain? They're heavier. They're they. Frankly, when you dump them out in the recycling can, they're you damage your earring. Yeah. yeah, they are. And, <laughs> and your, your, na- your neighbors make assumptions about you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's a lot of breaking glass in yeah. our recycling. Yeah. yeah. Although, I mean, I suppose cans make a noise, too, but it's well, not as... Not as, not as and yeah. how many times have you been to a hotel or motel and had to go down to the front desk because you forgot an opener? 
Name um, sure if you need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of surfaces in a hotel well, room. Well, I've learned. Uh, <laughs> you can't used, just open it with the teeth. You can't just. Yeah. I'm bad about the teeth opening, yeah. but we used a, a dresser at the yeah, last. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, right on yeah. the. Yep. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. There you go. We stay at motels that like build in a bottle opener <laughs> in the bathroom right yeah, above yeah. the. the uh, right. See, I always, that's our classic yeah. travel. See, if you angle it right, you can just use the coin slot, you know, where you put the coin in to make the bed vibrate. <laughs> you can just use that. <laughs> so that's always so my trick. Magic fingers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where are these motels you're staying in? <laughs> You've never stayed in a hotel with a magic finger? Uh, no, oh, I have not. <laughs> I, for a quarter, you get a you get to shake a little yeah, bit. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Huh, we always stayed at those when I was fun. a kid. My parents would give us quarters. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, be hearing, we'll be hearing from the parent company. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, some headlines. Yes, it was a fairly newsy week on the beer front because of the Ohio Craft Brewers Conference. I ventured out to lovely Dayton, Ohio on Wednesday to hear a pretty good keynote, sort of a state of the industry, so to speak, you know, sort of schmooze and network with uh, brewers from around the state. The conference, it was in its sixth year. And I've been to all but one. There was one year I missed, but the first one was up in Worcester. Worcester, sorry. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Worcester. Worcester. Right. Worcester. It's not Massachusetts. Yeah, sorry, Massachusetts influence on me. Up in Worcester, uh, six years. Worcester, right? Worcester, yeah, Worcester. Yeah. Six years ago, and it kind of piggybacked on a on a hops uh, a hops conference that was happening up at the OSU Extension. And since then, it's kind of become its own thing. I think there were uh, more than six hundred uh, attendees, you know, this year. So that's a uh, pretty well represented from to across the street. Year? There's a little bit of beer. On a news front, you know, I would say that the, the big takeaway, the, the main speaker was a gentleman named uh, Christopher Shepard who works for a publication called Beer Marketers Insights, which has, you know, it's a great source of numbers and insights, as the name would imply. Hmm. But they have, a, they have a very broad view on the industry. So the big guys as well, the imports, not just craft. And, and, and sometimes I think, you know, looking at craft, you get sort of stuck in that headspace a little and, and you know there's a there's kind of a bigger world out there beyond that but uh you know his message i think was one of caution you know there's a lot of the not that it wasn't you know doom and gloom the bubble's going to burst it's just that there's a lot of competition out there and it's not just anheuser-busch it's the hard seltzers it's you know, he said people were doing hard coconut water, hard coffee. Like, there's yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Man. Hard coconut water. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that's just a pina colada then. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the point being that there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of challengers for your, your, your beverage dollar. And his message to, to people, which he conveyed much in a much more energetic and, and lively way than I'm doing now, but he, was, he basically was telling brewers that, you know, kind of figure out who you are and um and do that maybe don't chase trends so much because you know, part of it is you don't know how long these trends are going to last it's yeah. an investment of time and money and and are you really going to say take any share away from um you know white claw yeah, <laughs> at the end of the day i mean I, can you really can you really fight well, that well you know? what is your take on mm-hmm. the number of uh craft breweries that are getting into the hard seltzer cuz there's a couple in town yeah. that are but i i think i i actually think it dovetails nicely with his point where i don't think he was saying don't get into it 
just get into it if it makes sense for you. And right. I, I would argue that I think it actually does kind of like Seven Sun is the most prominent uh, people doing it here locally. I think it makes sense for them. If you go, if you go to Seven Sun on a, if you go to their space on a Friday or Saturday night, or even Antiques on High, I'm willing to bet there are people there that are seltzer drinkers that will enjoy uh, that seltzer. But if you go to say, you know, Zaftig in Worthington, right. you know, that's probably <clears throat> not a, a seltzer crowd. So, you know, I don't know if Zaftig should be chasing a seltzer. Not that they right. are. I don't mm. think they are. But uh, Seven you know, Sun it's not has their a lot of fruit forward. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're very yeah. experimental that way. So, I mean, it's not. Yeah. So I, I would much. point to them as, as an example of, of that does sort of fit them. But I think, you know, as, as, as Chris uh, Shepard was saying, it's, you know, don't, you know, if it's not you, maybe don't do it. Do what you do, you know, do what you do well. And that's but really, that's the state way. of the union is, is, it's in good shape right now. <laughs> it's growing, but it's growing because the numbers are, of people brewing are still growing. So, you know, if you're established, you know, you got to kind of buckle down. You know, I don't know if, 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 you know, sales are probably down for some people. They're probably flat for some, probably up for some too. But, you know, it's just a lot more competition Is this a, a good time for a new brewer to get in? Like if I suddenly want to burst into the scene and start, you know, brewing... I think it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. You know, it depends on what type of brewery you want to be, what type of, of beer you want to make, who you want your customer to be, where you're located, all these kind of classic yeah. business tropes. You know, I think a couple years ago, you maybe didn't have to think as much about some of those things. You maybe didn't even have to hit or be good at all of those things. But it's probably increasingly at a point where you got to be good at a lot of those if you want to be in it for the long haul. Whereas before, you could probably skate by on a great space and mediocre product or great product in an okay space or, you know, maybe great product but not great marketing. You know, now I think you have to be hitting on a lot more of those than you used to. Are you seeing more um, neighborhood-type tap rooms that are just – they're not distributing, they're just Mm -hmm. building a tap room and – and and serving in that neighborhood. Yep, that's definitely more more of. I mean, that's always been a, a factor, but you're seeing, I think, fewer people open with, um, you know, sites on on being a big player in any sort of way. It's it's a little more, you know, I can be this community's spot. It really isn't it universal business advice. Figure out what yeah, you do I mean, best and I, I, focus on it and absolutely. do it excellently. But but you know, it's another illustration. One of the the kind of funny and interesting things about covering craft beer is that. You know, a lot of times it's sort of, it feels kind of like, duh, but this is still a relatively young industry, you know, and, and there's, there's such a, a rush to sort of get up and running and to, to get producing that sometimes I don't know that, um, that some of these operators have had the chance to sort of step back and kind of take a breath. And actually, again, I'm going to cite, cite Chris, uh, you know, that the, he referenced Marie Kondo, who I hate, but um, <laughs> he referenced her, you know, the whole concept of decluttering, like, you know, yeah. get rid of what you don't need and figure out what you do. Does Marie Kondo not give you joy? She does not give me joy. That's okay. why I threw her away. All right. But <laughs> beer, on the other hand. Yes. This beer, on the other hand, does give me joy. Well, yeah, yeah. if I'm a brewer and say, you know, I think I can make an IPA that people are going to like, mm-hmm. there's so many out there. I just mm-hmm. would have to think twice or three times or four times before I yeah. dipped a toe into that water. Well, and there might be enough people that like your IPA. It's just, you know, it's it's so much about aspiration, you know, mm-hmm. what you want to be or, or how you want to build out. I think if you are a brewer, Mark, and you do not make an IPA, you 
are not going to last very long. So, and you right. should call it toe water. Yes, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, that's what people want to drink. Relevant <laughs> I- IPAs from <laughs> fall twenty twenty <laughs> from Beer Marketers Insights. IPAs were about forty percent of the market last year. So by far the still by far the biggest most popular style. So, yeah, and I, I mean yeah. weekly I buy an IPA and either a stout or a porter. Those are yeah. my two go tos. I'm over uh, IPAs. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what have you moved to? Um, well, you know, I kind of uh, I'm always into the brown ales, but uh, sure. but I like the sour stuff. Honestly, it's it's different. It's a different dimension. So yeah, I like this beer though. I mean, it's uh, you know I, I I'm a regular at Noctera, and and uh, they they pull this one in a couple of different directions. Mm-hmm. They can uh, they flavor it. I think they have a blood orange. Mm-hmm. They Ooh. have a they have passion fruit. Um, I think they have. There's one that the creamsicle. If you're yeah. feeling like a college freshman and need to drink a sweet <laughs> sugar beer, but like they also do a beta beta flash flash. <laughs> that be it would be a double doubled yeah. up. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Which I uh, yeah, the, the, which I wholeheartedly support because this uh, this beer does bring me joy. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this is a good one. I like this a lot. It's a six point five, so the double is probably like nine or ten. Yeah, I mean, it's probably eight, nine, somewhere up in there. Okay. I would bet. Nice. I'm still not sure about the wheat. I think the wheat brings us down a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not as hoppy, and I think the wheat is, is de-hopping it. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get feedback online from some of our, our beer experts. I just mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, I like the taste. Yeah. The sharp hops, That's though. I mean, there, there are a lot of very sharp, hoppy mm-hmm. kind of brews around town, I feel. So it's like it, it, this one being a little more muted, I feel like it gives it a little more dimension for the rest of the flavor. But again, that's the guy who is over IPAs. I like the term muted. That's yeah, good. yeah, that's right. good. Yeah. Muted and dimension. Those are nice <laughs> words. So. <laughs> Any other beer news, Dan? Uh, no, I don't think so. I have a couple other things I was going to bring up, but they'll be in next week's. Because so. it's stuff I haven't written yet. What do you so. think this <laughs> beer would be good with? Would this be good with, since this was in the news this week, um, a, a breakfast baconator? Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it'd maybe be good with cheese. I think there's I think cheese, cheese in a bacon. I know, in not a that breakfast cheese, bacon. Yeah. I'm being paid by Wendy's now to bring yeah, this up in everything I do. Support local business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not think this would be a good beer to pair with uh, a, a breakfast baconator. Okay. So. And I still have not had a breakfast baconator. I thought I might get one on my way to Dayton um, the other morning and then decided, no, that would be a bad idea. But you will get one. Yeah, at some point, yeah. Okay. Will you ask for extra bacon or do you think... No, I think six strips like, pretty good. It's six? It's six, yeah. On on top of sausage. On top of egg, oh, on top of cheese yeah. with a yeah. bun. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was like four strips of bacon. It. That's amazing. No, it's six. Very yeah. Wendy's. Breakfast Baconator. Uh, March 2nd, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. How do we get to talking about this? I get paid Mark. by Wendy's, so yeah. I'm throwing that in my columns. I'm, I mentioned it on 610 WTVN. Yeah. yeah. Do you mean you're hoping to get <laughs> I just love the fact that they're serving something with that much meat and, yeah. and bacon. Meat so on pork, meat. pork on pork. It's pork, yeah. yeah. Pork on pork. Pork on pork. Hey, for the record, I, my first job ever was at, was at uh, Burger King during the, the golden days of the quadruple stack, which was mm. a full pound of meat and four slices of cheese and six pieces of bacon Plus this god-awful horseradish mm. sauce. Horseradish. It was good. I once ate a single stack, a double stack, a triple stack, and a quadruple stack <laughs> in one sitting. 
That's called wow. something in baseball. What is that? That's going the cycle. Slam. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. went the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> and then my friend who tried to do the same, he didn't eat his double stack, so then I ate his double stack. Oh On top of that? Yeah, so yeah. how much how many pounds of meat was that? Uh I don't well if the if the quarter or if the, the four stack the was quad a pound. Stack is a pound of so meat. it was two pounds because I had two doubles, a quarter. It was three pounds because then I had a triple oh, and a single. My. Yeah, man. So three pounds. Three Were pounds you hospitalized of... after? No, no, it was all right. Did you have gout? <laughs> yeah, I think I have gout. <laughs> uh, Were not you at 16? that time. <laughs> no, I was like, I don't know, 25. Oh, my God. Uh, so. uh, Did there, your heart like... stop at any point? <laughs> no, no, I survived. Wow. Yeah. We, would, we would do like a sign of the cross every yeah. time we made one of those things. <laughs> Did you ever eat one? Yeah. No, I didn't. It was good. Like, I had a, a really double. satisfying sandwich. <laughs> The largest thing I've ever had, I think, was a triple at Wendy's once, and Ooh. I don't know if I could finish it. Now, the the if I remember right, the Burger King, the stacker patties were a little smaller. I mean, it was a, mm-hmm. a pound of meat if you had... They're, they're the quarter pound patties, right. yeah. but my goodness. Prior to cooking. Quarter pound prior to cooking. That's a pre-cooking Oh, so one. yeah, <laughs> so much smaller. Wow. <laughs> Glutton, I think, is the word I was looking yeah. for earlier. Glutton. Well, I should also say, I guess on my my drive home from Dayton, I wanted to try the Impossible Whopper because yeah. I hadn't had it, so yeah. I got it, and then I saw Popeyes, and there was no line, <laughs> so I got the Popeyes chicken sandwich too. Did you eat both? Yeah. Which did you like better? The Popeyes chicken sandwich. <laughs> was the Whopper okay? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was fine. Did it taste it like fine. meat? Yeah, ish. Kind of dry meat. Did bit. the Popeyes oh, taste like chicken? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think you and I had that on the same day. Yeah, yes, I believe we did. I haven't had the Popeye's The, the Universal line. It was good. So good. Is it? Do you like it? So good. Why? I had to go to Springfield I, to find I one without a line. I tried to get line. another one the <laughs> next day, but the New Albany one was out of uh, fillets. <laughs> Is it better than the uh, Chick-fil-A? Um, I haven't had the Chick-fil-A in a long time, okay. but uh, it was pretty good. This was news and fast foods. <laughs> Columbus Business First's yearly <laughs> podcast about fast food. And news. <laughs> let's uh, let's go around and get to one. Uh, if there's no other news, uh, we'll go around and get final thoughts on this beer. Mark. For someone mad at the wheat, you're, you're at the bottom of your glass uh, there. My anger at the wheat has diminished uh, as I drank this. I actually like this one a lot. It's good. It has a, a lot of flavor. It smells fantastic, and it, it goes down smooth. Mm-hmm. Tristan. I like, I think it's refreshing. That's my thought. Very good. Carry. I love it, mm-hmm. and I think if pre, um, you know, I hate IPAs, Carrie, that this would have. Um, I thought that was a Tristan. No, he's like I'm sick of IPAs, but no, this was. They're too bitter. No, I, I, this would have been a much faster entree, I think, and I think yeah. I, I I need to like I'm we're in a bit of a rut with. Beers that we love, but um, I think this could definitely enter the home rotation. Mm. I agree. I think it has uh, a very nice flavor to it. It's not too bitter. Um, and uh, I would actually like to try the Beta Beta Flash Flash. Beta Beta Flash Flash. <laughs> now now that you've way, uh, skated out of dry January, yeah, right, that's right. Yeah. wet February. <laughs> I should go double-double on the wet, <laughs> is that what you're saying? The Wendy's b- Bacon breakfast baconator however just real quick has 770 calories <laughs> and 53 grams of fat oh, mm. but they're all delicious grams yes yeah. they are so just but be before warm. cooking <laughs> yeah <laughs> some of that melts away yeah. <laughs> all right uh, i also uh, enjoyed this beer i will say there's something there's something in the 
finish that's a little that I'm not crazy about. I don't know how to describe it, though. So I'm not being very articulate, but uh, overall I like it. Smells good, tastes good up front, kind of finishes a little odd for me. But um, other than that, I think it's pretty good. All right, thank you for tuning in to News and Brews. Come back next week where we will have more news and more brews. 